Hello and welcome to A Skeptic's Guide to Conspiracy, the podcast that examines conspiracy theory, conspiracy fact, and those who promote these theories. I will be your host, Mike Bowler, as we take a look at Conspiracy in the News for the past two weeks, ending March 3rd, 2019. And because it was a kind of a light news uh, cycle again, uh, there's nearly not a lot to talk about, uh, but I will talk about uh, David Icke, who is apparently now banned from uh, Australia. Uh, this was a story from news.com.au, uh, Australia website. Conspiracy theorist David Icke barred from Australia. He believes that September 11th was an inside job and the world is controlled by alien lizards and that Jews funded the Holocaust. But controversial British conspiracy theorist David Icke will not be able to spread his out their thoughts down under because immigration minister David Coleman has canceled his visa as re- as first resort as first reported by Sky News the visa cancellation means Mr Ike will be unable to conduct his planned speaking tour of Melbourne Adelaide Brisbane Hobart and Sydney next month so this is uh, again another interesting this is an interesting story that where conspiracy theorists are kind of getting shut down basically you know uh, called out for their crazy conspiracy theories and being deplatformed so to speak granted just speaking inside of how uh, Australia what kind of laws they may have on free speech, stuff like that, but certainly David Icke is certainly on the far edge of conspiracy thought. So it's kind of nice. And again, there, there's certainly some issues about denying these uh, conspiracy theorists their platforms, but certainly David Icke has not contributed any tangible to any type of uh, reality. So I don't see any problem uh, with uh, Ike being denied access to Australia. Now, the next two stories are some Alex Jones stories. Uh, apparently, and I'm not even, go- I'm not really going to go too deep to this because it's more gossip than apparently Alex Jones and Joe Rogan was having a feud. I never noticed it. Uh, didn't really care much about it. I mean, both of these guys, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Joe Rogan when it comes to when he starts talking about conspiracy and the pseudosciences. He's certainly, uh, he's, he certainly buys into a number of, uh, hoaxes, the moon landing hoax type stuff. So his Rogan is kind of a mixed bag, but of course, Alex Jones, he's certified lunatic. So watch these two guys go at it. Doesn't really, it's, it's almost like, uh, you know, watching the soap opera that goes along with the craziness that is the conspiracy world. But certainly in his, during this, uh, as part of this uh, feud that they've been having online, eventually Coleman to reconciling their differences and bring Jones on the Joe Rogan program, which turned out to be kind of a real interesting, funny watching Jones. I think Jones is trying to find ways of getting his message out a large audience. And I had started listening to the Rogan po- podcast. I've only gotten into maybe about an hour of it. And certainly Jones is showing his, uh, I don't know if it's a true colors or whatever he's, whatever he's doing, he is certainly off the deep end on this one, or is certainly in the, d- the deep end uh, of his, of his little world that he guessed that may be the best way to describe it. Because again, he brought, he's Jones and usually when he's in a manic state or some type where he's trying to spit out a lot of stuff, spit out this, uh, 
um, conspiracy that George Soros has wanted to pay him $5 million to promote Bitcoin. I, again, I find that, uh, it's kind of funny. There's, this is just something totally out of, came out of the blue. So, so I don't know what Soros's, uh, association with Bitcoin or Bitcoin investing, or even if it is Bitcoin, it could be any number of cryptocurrencies that are out there. So we, I don't know what's going on there, but suppose Jones believes that he was going to be paid $5 million to promote Bitcoin, which seems kind of strange. So um, I'm just going to leave it at that because the other story... Because the other story, uh, Alex Jones is still talking about the Sandy Hook conspiracy theory, though, again, he has been on, uh, he, he has been on his radio program, internet podcast, so on his trying to, I guess, play nice, but certainly Sandy Hook, the various uh, lawsuits that are against him is causing him some problems. So I think he's, there, apparently he's brought on a lawyer. I don't know if this is his regular lawyer. Fortunately, this article, the video that was associated didn't mention who the person he was talking to, uh, but apparently I know it's kind of hard to believe that if this book this was his his actual lawyer, Robert Barnes, maybe. Okay, I think I found a name here, uh, Robert Barnes. So uh, I don't know if that hit one of his or just a interview with a lawyer. I'll have a little closer into that. But certainly this guy doesn't understand. One of the a key point to take away from this discussion, and this is what was stated, what they want to do through discovery is they want to use the legal process to get information that they could not otherwise get, that is, private information that is protected by the constitutional right to privacy first established in Griswold versus Connecticut in the 1950s. They want to terrorize the public into thinking, geez, I better never vote for another double Donald Trump again. I better never listen to another Alex Jones. You could say that Sandy Hook was used against the Second Amendment. Okay, that failed, but now it's being used against the first. Good luck with your deposition, Alex. Now, if this was a real lawyer, now I it's possible he is a real lawyer, but apparently uh, Griswold versus Connecticut was a 1965 Supreme Court ruling that resulted from a 1961 arrest. So apparently this lawyer either didn't uh, do his homework or maybe screwing up. I wanted to look up this Griswold versus Connecticut, but I'm not sure what, since there's no quote of the actual case number and so on, it's kind of, it's been kind of tough to find. I'm sure somebody out there has written about it. We'll just, uh, but we'll just assume that this lawyer doesn't know what he's doing. Certainly Alex Jones is, don't know what he's doing. And this last story is actually not necessarily a conspiracy in in of itself, but it it is an interesting observation. Uh, I've been trying to find more and more information on what causes, causes, what makes somebody believe in conspiracies, what is net effect of these conspiracies, what does that do to people because there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on out there as far as certainly in our last election conspiracy theory played a very serious role Donald Trump elected it has generated some quite notable attack uh, criminal activities uh, various uh, acts of violence against people based on nothing more than make-believe story. So we're trying to understand, or at least trying to figure out the who, what, where of all this. And there's, this was a story, mostly be uh, is a a study. Believing conspiracy theories make people more likely to engage in low crime. This is a, a study done by the University of Kent, and according to the press release, that there is a positive correlation to believing. 
conspiracies and the willingness to commit certain crime. Unfortunately, the actual study, while it does show a positive correlation, the there are some problems that with this. This is that actually a very early study. I think it's maybe the first study to attempt to link cons- belief in conspiracy theories and crime because it was a very small, actually well under 200 uh, subjects, 88% women, or 88, I'm sorry, there were 88 women, 53 men interviewed. It was done as a as a questionnaire. It wasn't actual interviews or any type of real actual person committing some crime and does that per, you know whatever the what would I would I would think would be a does this person believe in a in a conspiracy theory or believes in a certain conspiracy theory and had led them committing some type of crime so there's nothing in that study that really kind of that really points to that but there is this according to the statistical analysis of this and some previous studies looking at not necessarily looking at criminality and its connection with conspiracy there does show to be a small jump in the belief that the belief in conspiracy has will commit will correlate to acceptance and the committing of crimes but then again the crimes are not mentioned are the misdemeanor crimes are they felony crimes are they capital crimes nobody uh, there's no distinction with Within that, uh, there's no real, uh, actually, any mention of actual crimes being committed. And that's the study doesn't seem to uh, mention that or have any connection to that. I, I may have to reread the study again because the, my initial takeaway, and from, based on the conclusions of this, it's just that if you believe in a conspiracy, you're more likely to commit a crime. Though there was a lot of uh, wishy-washy uh, weasel words thrown into the conclusions, so that it's possible this is something that may, this may be enough of a study to indicate there's more study that needs to be done. Hopefully uh, that happens, and hope, hopefully be able to see the results of that. And that's pretty much the stories for this past week. I have no real... I have no announcement other than yeah, it's been a real it's been real slow as far as real conspiracies, and really much of the stories have been focusing on the Mueller invest. Now that Cohen's now testified in front of Congress, all the fun that's going on there. There seems to be some kind of a that there maybe the porters are now focusing on other things, and once that goes away, maybe we'll start seeing conspiracies. We'll we'll see. So that's pretty much uh, what I have for this week. I'm hoping uh, if, hoping the stories pick up here, but it, it'll probably be if anything it'll either be one week or two weeks. Definitely, I'll try to hit, hit the two weeks. So I'd like to thank you for listening. This was episode 126, recorded on March 3rd, 2019. Thank you and good night.